two weeks in a row with the button issues. Boom, pal, surprise here. One, two, three, on your mark, get set, ready, go, right now, again. Please hit it. Well, hey there, guys. Welcome to Scotch and Splenda, the podcast that tastes like The Office but gets you drunk like an informational video that you've never seen before because it's funny. So <laughs> welcome to our very first Lazy Scranton episode. <laughs> That's what we're calling these uh, these uh, newest mini episodes on here. We're going to call them Lazy Scranton. Uh, you may notice that one of our, one of our esteemed delicious voices... Uh, is a little bit different because he's in a little bit of a different place at the moment. But I got to remind you, uh, we are you're always going to be your co-regional managers. That's right. I'm AJ. I'm BJ. And I am Nick. And that is what we're going to do today, a Lazy Scranton episode. You're probably wondering, what is a Lazy Scranton episode? Well, it's a fun little mini episode that we've had so many fan theories coming in that just made us chuckle over the past couple of weeks. And we also wanted to give you a little bit of an update so you can stay topical, send in your fan theories to us uh, on the days that we're going to be uh, releasing those episodes so we can make sure to get them injected into the conversation and you guys can get our wheels turning a little bit too uh, in the thought process all right so uh, make sure before we dive too far in if you're listening that you are rating and reviewing us and uh, sending us your fan theories while you rate and review the show five stars on apple Podcasts, on spotify and uh, if you need to shoot something over to us via uh, social media, it's at Scotch Splenda just about anywhere. And you can always shoot us an email, Scotch and Splenda Podcast at gmail.com. All right. So, all right. First things first, we've, like I say, we've got some really, really great fan theories that we're going to roll through here. All right. I think I have the honor of uh, giving us the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Hit us. All right. Who's this one coming from? All right. Our first one's going to come from our friend uh, Lauren, who sent in a pretty fun little uh, little theory here <laughs> about the past of a couple of our uh, of, of the of the cast members. All right. So here we go. Hey guys, this is Lauren. I have a fan theory for you. As we all know, Phyllis and Michael went to high school together, and I've noticed that Michael's a little mean to Phyllis sometimes. <laughs> And I think the reasoning behind that is because in high school, Phyllis was popular and picked on Michael. And now that he is her boss, he's getting a little bit of payback. So, yeah, that's my fan theory. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I love this theory because this, this means that uh, Phyllis was part of the popular crowd. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which is real weird to imagine. Yeah. <laughs> as she's sitting there uh, knitting her oven mitts and such. Correct. 
yeah. You, you know, you look at her and she's kind of matronly. Matronly, not today. <laughs> <laughs> but but back, you wouldn't know this, but back in high school, her nickname was Easy Rider. Easy, uh, <laughs> Easy Rider. Uh, um, how about this, BJ? What are your thoughts on this? Give us, give us some rundown, man. Okay, so let's just look at the facts. We know that Michael was a huge nerd in school, right? Sure. We saw the we we know from the video of the the show where he's on with the Muppets, yeah, whatever the name of Puzzle <laughs> Time or whatever it was, and he's all and he's wearing a suit. And then and and another episode, Phyllis does reference. Um, you know, that he, that they all thought that Michael was gay in high school yeah. because he was always wearing uh, the suits, suits with and... the matching ties and socks. And, yeah, yeah. and, and, and he's, you know, he, I just like to look good. Unapologetically stylish. Yeah. Yeah. So that would definitely uh, lead to, you know, you could probably even say that Phyllis maybe was a bully because of that, you know, like yeah. maybe back in Shocker. high school, they were, they, they were, making fun of him you know yeah honestly being making homophobic jokes at him and picking on him oh my god and i totally yeah. see phyllis being the uh the popular cheerleader yeah. you know we know she was the cheerleader and we did her real past yep. and um and michael was obviously a nerd um so i like it i think i think there's evidence throughout the series that supports this yeah i think i'm right there with you what about you nick though yeah i agree i think that Michael hires Phyllis on and is now her boss and just says, well, 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 yeah, on the turntables. <laughs> yes. Uh, like, okay. So, so you think, um, well, I think, I think Phyllis was there before. That's true. With, she was probably in truck. sales when he was in sales. Yeah. But yeah, he gets promoted and suddenly yeah. the opportunity. There, there. it is. I think, yeah, I think that this works. I think that yeah. Phyllis is, you know, has carried that sense of entitlement and being a shitty person through to her adulthood. So kudos yeah. for consistency, yeah. I guess. But yeah. she, uh, she married Bob Vance of Vance Refrigeration, who's yep. definitely a, power. a former high school football player that yeah. <laughs> played in a sort of state champion level team that didn't actually make it. So hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just he just yeah. got that vibe. Yeah. He's yeah. got that like yeah. he was he was like he was the popular guy in high school for sure. And he was he hot shit. Yeah. Yep. And uh he I would say this. I would say both Bob Vance of Vance Refrigeration and Phyllis Vance both peaked in high school. Both peaked A in high school. Percent. Oh, I love this. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> they both peaked in high school, and yet here they are. And you've got you've got uh, Bob Vance, who at least he's got his own company, I suppose. And then yeah. you know Phyllis, who's supposed to be some some sort of weird trophy wife idea. Well, she's Bob's. a mob wife for yeah, sure. Right. Established that. <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh, yep. And I do like you know. He tries. Michael definitely tries to make up for this. Like later on, when he's like talking about her, he's like, um, and says, "The only thing I'm worried about is getting a boner." <laughs> getting a boner. <laughs> I knew. I knew someone was going to bring it up. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So can we can we think of any instances specifically where Michael is like mean to Phyllis, like mean to Phyllis, not accidentally shitty, but like straight up mean oh the oven mitt i mean yes. the oven yeah. mitt, yes. mitt 100 maybe may, well what's up with her it's like maybe 
she's upset because you said her gift sucked. It's like, yeah, because <laughs> you hated her gift. You hated like, her gift so much. <laughs> you should have just gotten everyone a twenty dollars gift, like everybody else. Like, <laughs> well, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. uh, I got a huge bonus for firing Devin. And <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. well, there are some other okay, points well, in there, right? I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, I think. Uh, I don't know why I'm flashing on this scene, but when they're uh, about to go on the booze cruise, you know, yeah. and um, he's doing the Titanic references and Phyllis goes, everybody in the engine room drowned. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, damn it, Phyllis. Damn it, Phyllis. <laughs> <laughs> when, she's, when, when she she doesn't get uh, the, the lady from the book signing to be in their commercial. Yes. Yeah. Sue yep. Grafton. <laughs> Sue Grafton, thank yeah. you. Sue Grafton's at the Steamtown and Mall. The, and then they told me I had to leave and they walked me out in front of all of my friends. <laughs> Phyllis, <laughs> did you or did you not get Sue Grafton to be in the commercial? <laughs> no. <laughs> damn, damn it, Phyllis. It's okay. That was, okay. A, that was a pretty damn. good Phyllis moan. <laughs> <laughs> Very well done. Thank you. Oh, thank, you thank you. Truly a master of my craft. Yes, absolutely. Moaning. Uh, uh, oh, I love it. Uh, you know, and Michael Michael kind of picks on everybody a little bit because that's kind of, I think he thinks he's how to be funny is your, yeah. and maybe that is from being traumatized yeah. as, a, as a kid. <laughs> he's like, hey, that's what the popular kids did. I oh, just yeah. picked the on everybody, kids. and then they were friends. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Oh, it's because we were it's because we were friends. Eh? That's why they picked on me, and they they how? said mean things and made fun of my suit. And uh, honestly, <laughs> how could we how could we forget, guys? When she says, "I could be a cheerleader," he's like, "Oh god, that's worse than you playing." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> During the you know why? Yeah. We, we, congratulations, you're on the team. We, we need you that. as an alternate. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh no. Uh, I think that's a direct link to uh to some high school, you know, drama or, or relationship there. I know it's not terribly related, but I fucking love the moment with Phyllis where they're playing volleyball and yeah. she like sits down there yelling at her and she's like, I don't need I this. I don't need this. <laughs> Phyllis <laughs> What? Do I just, <laughs> oh god that is good oh that's okay. a, that's fun i think okay. i think we agree we're in agreement. yes michael is yeah, maybe even subconsciously a, a kind of a retaliatory bully to phyllis because yeah. of all the bullying she did to him in high school <laughs> slaps the sticky note on her forehead after yes. making a sale and yeah i think it's great uh, i love it yeah so i'm a vote yes bj i'm a yes okay i'm a yes i'm in i'm golden in on that Thank you, Lauren. That yeah, a good great theory, one. Lauren. We love it. Heck yeah. Excellent. That one was really good. Yeah. Um, so in the in the spirit of these fan theories, let's keep it rolling here. Yeah. Our next one comes courtesy of uh, Facebook from Jessica. Jessica, thank you for throwing this one into us. It is uh, Hunter is Astrid's father instead of a random sperm donor. If you listen to his song, it's obvious he and Jan had sex. What do you guys think about this theory? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, I love this. <laughs> she took him by the hand and made, yep, him, a man. made him a man. That one yep. night. <laughs> they, they, she, he should change the lyrics. So she took me by the hand and I made you a mom. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> made you a mom. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay. So, yeah. so her, her thing is, 
initially, right? That she got uh, she got pregnant from a sperm bank. Yeah. She has like a brochure and everything. It's next to that little breakfast place in the city that he loves, which yeah. is IHOP. IHOP. <laughs> Kevin, oh, who donates <laughs> sperm at the sperm bank, right? Yes. Because he's able to name that it's IHOP. It's, it's right IHOP. next to IHOP. Yes. And then she gets all nervous about it. <laughs> That's another Which theory. Which would be out a there, fun that theory, also that maybe Kevin's the maybe dad. Kevin <laughs> oh is Astrid God. particularly uh, prone to gambling addiction? Do we know? Yeah. Is that a is that Do a thing know? yet? I don't know yet. All right, I don't well, know. <laughs> okay, so back to back to the topic at hand. So uh, Hunter is the dad and not Astrid. Yeah. How does that line well, look, up timeline? I look at the timeline. I was going to say, let's look at the timeline yes. because so Dan. So dinner, dinner, um, dinner party, dinner party. Yeah, we hear the song and we realize that for sure they bang. Right, like we we can we'll throw it around the table right now that we all a hundred percent agree that thousand Hunter and yep. Jan hooked up unanimous one hundred percent. Okay, yep. And and so, so you got to look at the timeline because at that time Hunter was then fired by Ryan. Right. It's, yep. It's mentioned in that episode. And Jan is not showing, and she's drinking. And yeah. as much as uh, as Jan is not a good person, she would be definitely someone who would take a pregnancy like super seriously, right? right. Like she's yeah. not going to drink, she's not going to smoke, she's going to. She wants to be the, have the. She probably puts the headphones on her belly, listens to Beethoven music, right. you know, all that. <laughs> right. all that she's all she's that got bullshit. all the natal vitamins, etc. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She would be that type of gal. So I have to think that she either didn't know she was pregnant then or wasn't aware of it. Right. Right. So I would say I don't, win, I don't think that correct. it necessarily had to be a one time thing. Cause correct. at the end of dinner party, right. I think it's pretty evident that her and Michael have split up. Right. Yes. And so there's a period of time there where Michael is now living with Dwight for what is it like a month? Something like that. So there's a yep. month-long period of time where they're definitely broken up. She's emotionally vulnerable. Yeah. She's got the condo all to herself, and Hunter's got no job, so he's got nothing going on except yep. his music. Yep. Very true. So then, so when we run into um, pregnant Jan, that's in Frame Toby, right? Uh, that's in, it's uh, in Goodbye Toby. Toby. Goodbye Toby. Yeah, sorry, that's what I meant. The yes. season finale. And she is, like, very pregnant. Pregnant. Yeah. Pregnant. Yeah. So we could almost assume that she was maybe in the very early stages of pregnancy during during dinner parties. She may just not have known yet. Yeah, it's very possible. I mean, um, how many weeks separated those those episodes and the, that? Well, I mean, what would the timeline, whatever, look like? You know? Yeah. I mean, she looked like she was five. She or was six months. long. I'm not like the pregnancy expert by any means. Yeah. You know, for for a good. I mean. I don't know anything, but yeah. <laughs> she looked pre- she looked pretty damn pregnant. Like, <laughs> she looked big. She looked big. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she was with child. Well, and okay, yeah. So, so they reconnect there at the grocery store. Uh, yeah, and then it's a pretty short space of time after that until she has the kit. Mm-hmm. We can maybe assume even that she's like seven and a half or eight months along at right. that point in time. Yeah, further along than maybe. Well, even. Even Michael kind of realized because he's preparing for a pregnancy that already has already happened. Yes, uh, a <laughs> with delivery the wa- with the watermelon yeah. and like marking the thing and with Dwight. Um, yeah. So 
that's a good point. <laughs> the The timeline on her pregnancy is very, very messy. Yeah, like, it's a little it, sketchy. It really is very messy. And so let me let me uh, make an attempt at a torpedo of this. Okay, okay. and that is Jan's very elaborate story. I believe in the deleted scenes of her. She she says that the she paid a lot of money for the sperm of tennis star Andy Roddick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, I did not know that. That is okay. <laughs> there has been like some confirmations that this is supposed to be Astrid's dad. Could she could she just be bullshitting for the documentary crew? Correct. Though? That's the thing. It's like, like she's trying to hide the fact that hey, the dad is actually like nineteen year old hunter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The boy toy. Yes. <laughs> Her former assistant. <laughs> Correct. And that's that's the other thing is I think that it's a, it's such a specific thing to come up with tennis star Andy Roddick, who like, who the hell knows who Andy Roddick is? I don't know yeah. who Andy Roddick oh, is. Oh, I know who Andy Roddick is. Oh, you do? Yeah. I've watched tennis for several years with my brother Andrew mostly. Oh, okay. But I have a hard time believing that he's donating sperm at a sperm bank next to an IHOP. Right. Uh, like, I have did they time fly the sperm in? Believing <laughs> that he's a sperm donor, period. Yeah. Uh, but I don't I don't know. Do we want to just throw it to a vote? I mean, we certainly can. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just... It's so uh, out there. Like, it's not. It's, it's not, not out, out there. there but it, it gets more out there the more that we really get into it. I guess, the the like you said beforehand, I have to believe that they... They maintain some relationship longer than just, um, than just like this one time, that one yeah. night. That one <laughs> night. I mean, he does say that one night. Yeah, I know, but the but. CD's already made. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's okay, not gonna. So he's not gonna amend it with a deluxe edition that talks about that period of several weeks after you broke up. <laughs> well, you, you know, and the more I think, all right. <laughs> The more I actually sit here and think about it, yeah. like I do think Jan was pregnant at dinner party. Okay, because of because of how quick the pregnancy came about. I think yeah. I just maybe she was so early she didn't realize, and then she did come up with this whole cover story from oh I went to a sperm bank and that's yeah. her way of making sure Michael doesn't think it's his right. even though it's not. Crazy and then and then it's for cover up because she doesn't want Hunter involved at all you know she wants to raise this baby on her own right that's right the type of woman she is and i sure i i believe it if, if it's time to throw around i want to vote and my vote is yes and because i want this so bad okay i just love the thought of like astrid is is hunter jr <laughs> okay nick i'm i'm in i'm in on it I think that there's plenty of room for ambiguity with it as far as like there was plenty of time for them to definitely have been engaging in intercourse that could have resulted in her being pregnant. I think Can he you makes, just say bang or hook up? Can you not use intercourse? Engaging <laughs> in intercourse. <laughs> there's definitely plenty of time for them to be just slamming genitalia where she could have ended up pregnant slamming genitalia um i do think that it's a good call she could have been pregnant at the dinner party because she's got crazy mood swings at the dinner party she is all yeah. over the place okay there you go so you know what god I'm that's in. A, now, I'm in on it this this just turned around on me i'm gonna be fully honest with you i went into this expecting to be the only no on this now here's my reasoning um dinner party 
was episode 13 of season four. And Goodbye mm-hmm. Toby, when we see her later, is the um, season finale, which is episode 18 and 19 okay. of season four. Sure. So that's only like seven episodes, uh, or, or how many, uh, like six episodes, yeah, give or take, a, five, six. jump of like anywhere between four and six weeks, though, between the dinner party and the next episode. Right. Because Michael's been staying with Dwight. That's in the super fan editions, I guess, if you guys haven't watched it. Yeah, yeah. Dwight tries to charge Michael for his time staying in the America <laughs> room at Shroot Farms yeah. B&B. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, you would tag that time onto that. Yeah. You're looking at so say, three months. Say she's yep. two months along right off the bat, right? Say say yep. she she hasn't figured out. It's not super out of out of the question to be like, oh, maybe she's two months along and doesn't quite know right right maybe she's all over the place you add another month and a half on that she's three and a half months along yeah you got six more episodes between there maybe she just started showing real early or something yeah but like i don't i, I don't think know. it's I very think possible now plausible. <laughs> i think it's extremely plausible now that at that point she was very well pregnant and that's what i'm going <laughs> off of yeah. And so now I now I am agreeing. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So all right, fine. So that's going to be a clean sweep, Jessica. <laughs> thank you for that one. That is in the Scotch and Splenda ethos. Hunter yeah. is the father uh, of, of Astrid. <laughs> This is the most the three of us have agreed. I think so. <laughs> I think so. That's a great theory. It is. We really, really good. dug into that timeline. It, I mean, it can add up. It's like, about the timeline, man. Yeah. And I think it's very possible that one night, Hunter, don't give up on your music. And yeah. like, she's with Michael, the dinner <laughs> party. So glad we got to do this. It just goes into that lit play. That, oh, man. I think it's a thing now. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I just 180 on that hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, what do we got? One more here. Yeah, I, think. I think BJ's got our last one, don't you? Yep. Yep. This one came in through uh, Facebook um, from Curtis. Yeah. He sent a recording in. So we're going to play that for you right now. Awesome. All right. So I'm watching Dwight's speech and I got a theory for you. Very beginning, the like cold open, they're playing football in the office and like somewhere in the middle of it, uh, Michael throws a pass to Kevin, caught totally off guard, but it still catches the ball, and then returns like a straight-up like bullet right to Michael's chest, right into his hands. So here's the theory. Kevin is actually the best athlete in the office. All right, we saw him <laughs> in basketball. Oh. The guy can shoot. You know, even at the, the fun run, he uh, he's not running Andy, and he's like a big dude. And you know what? Big dudes who are good athletes, like... That's that's like how it is. Like they're big, but you know what? They can still actually move. They can still kind of, kind of do that stuff. I know. And he was and he was in a full suit. Mm. So I don't know. There's probably other things, but Kevin, best athlete in the office. That's the theory. Well played. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. We. I feel like I I I have to try to think if we actually discussed it on recording. But I know we have talked a little bit about Kevin being an athlete yeah. to some degree, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, maybe when we talked about the basketball episode. Like, yeah, how he's just sinking went those threes left and right. Then yeah, yeah, that, and he's and you know, and he in, in real life is actually like an f- amazing golfer. You know, yeah. Brian Baumgartner, and in the show, he was the best golfer on the you know going out when they went gym and yeah, the client meeting 
Well, and I had, I, oop, I got some blisties. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> and that's one of the things that Curtis tacked on to after in a text message as well. He says, and golf. And golf. <laughs> like, he's an excellent golfer. Yeah. He's, he's athletic to that degree. I mean, AJ, you've played music for a long time. I'm sure you can attest. Kevin is also a drummer in a band. Like, yep. that's not a super not cardio thing. I was like, going to say, yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty exhaustive to an extent, playing Absolutely. live shows as a drummer. Absolutely. Um, I mean, the like you said, the basketball, that was the real take of Brian Baumgartner sinking threes. Yeah. Like, and he like, it, like that wasn't even it in its entirety. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, and like yeah, he does. He he throws like a perfect spiral to yes. Michael's chest. He just like, drills it right to him. It's great. When, he, when he's so, running in the fun run, he's right. He's in full dress codes, and he's still outpacing Andy, who's yeah. your who's your. He's walked to what is it? I've walked two marathons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's so he's outpacing Andy in full dress clothes, unprepared. Yep. Not carbo loaded, full of Alfredo at all. So definitely not prepared that well. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alfredo <laughs> sauce. <laughs> uh, I I ate more fettuccine Alfredo and drank less water than I ever have in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm tr- I'm trying to think of other instances of um, Kevin kind of showing this, like you know, he has these like bouts of expertise in like sports athleticism and athleticism, and, and even I just, got like, one. I got a point against it. Okay, okay. Obvious <laughs> Olympics, he lost to Phyllis in, in Flonkerton. Flank- Flankerton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, so that's, that's right. That's a good point. Box of paper snowshoe racing. I think for those of you who are unfamiliar. Yeah, I think he did make up for it though in uh, M and M eating. Uh, if, yep, <laughs> I would have to say, and uh, and then what was a, a what talent? Was, no one needs. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's out there in full dress clothes again, uh, playing soccer. Yes. After work one night with Charles Minor and everybody. Oh yeah, he's still out there jogging it out. <laughs> he says. But, <laughs> but it is the inconsistency of, uh, for instance, when Nick comes in, the IT guy, and he's talking about going through their computers, and Kevin sprints 14 feet to his desk and he then comes say. back and is, <laughs> I run sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I run. I'm a, I'm a runner. <laughs> Clearly out of breath <laughs> yeah. in a very short space of time. True. Yeah. I like the, uh, I do like the uh, moment while they're playing soccer and charles minor's like what's everybody play what position do y'all play and oscar he's like oscar he's like wing and he says he's like kevin he's like leg yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's thinking like chicken pieces <laughs> so. there's there's where they're walking from the satellite lot and he's not handling that transition well oh that's true God is my witness. But, I will quit. So, so the theory wasn't he is a superstar athlete. The theory was he's the best athlete in the in office. The office. In the yeah. office. So That's who, a good point. So, so who's who better? Would be, who would be better? And then we can we can vote this thing around the table. Oh, that's right. Okay. Right. So I mean, well, I, my obvious go to is Toby. He yep. runs marathons. Yeah. Yep. I would say uh, Jim. I would be pressed to say is probably more naturally athletic. Dwight. Is probably more athletic with his amount of martial arts and manual labor that he does on a normal on a normal day. Yeah. I guess the the question that comes to mind is like, how do you quantify athletic? 
Yeah. What are we going by? Are we going by cardio? Are we going by strength? Are we going by push-ups? In which case, it's Stanley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's like, a good point. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are he's we got going by? Helping him go down. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, so I think when I think what Curtis is talking about, because he specifically mentions like in his theory, I mean, this is Curtis's theory that we're, we're talking. Right. So when I, I think when he's saying athletic, he means like best at sports. Okay. Sure. Cause so, he, cause because he cites Kobe, golf, he cites football, he cites basketball, the marathon as, running. It's just being in shape. I would say Toby probably is the yeah. best. I mean, he won the, he won the marathon or the, the, yeah. the 5k, yeah. um, for Meredith, you know, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, um, you know, so you could argue that. And Jim's obviously in better physical shape than Kevin. Sure. Obviously. But Kevin's a better golfer. Mm-hmm. Um, we've never seen Jim really really do anything too athletic, honestly. Oh, you he see him talks. playing basketball with a retired NBA star in the later season. True. Yeah. Where he's the there doc. for a meeting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And... So, okay, so here's my thing. Here's my kind of final note. I think that Kevin may actually be, um, I think he is possibly the best when it comes to skills position. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, Mm -hmm. he's able to throw a football very well. He is clearly the best golfer out of everyone. Yeah. That is a fact. Um, He is, uh, and then what what was the other one? Basketball. The yep. guy can just sink it like Steph Curry. And so right. I don't know why I think skills wise, I <laughs> yeah. mean, I think he's up there. Everyone else, yeah, it's okay, Toby can run. Yeah. He's probably a better runner yep. than than Kevin. Okay. Yep. Um yep. he's got more cardio. More cardio. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I don't think that was the question. I think it Perfect. I think I think we're voting off skill. Yeah. I agree with AJ. But and, and then you can look at both sides because I bet you if Jim and him played one on one, Jim would Jim would win. Right. Well, yeah, he'd be winded the first time he had to run to half court. Correct. Correct. But if it was a, a game of horse, I bet you Kevin would win. I think he wins. I think, I he think wins. you're right. You're right. So I'm going to, uh, I'm just going to bring it around this way. Curtis, I don't know if he is the most, the best athlete, but I have to give it to him in all skills positions. <laughs> Does that count? So, yeah. yeah I'm okay, okay. with it. I'm okay so, with it. So I don't know that he's the most well-rounded athlete. Yeah. Most well, he athlete. is the most well-rounded athlete. <laughs> well, okay. He's in shape. <laughs> Round is a shape. That's uh, right. No, but yeah, I see where you're at with this. He, oh, man. So, but his theory is that Kevin is the best athlete in the office. Where do we land on that specific theory? I'm going to just say Yes. Because okay. I accept the fact I'm I'm accepting the this based on the fact of he is better th- out of three things that I know of than almost anybody else. Yep, based on evidence given in the show. I'll go yes. I'm an easy yes on fun theories yeah. on stuff that makes sense that you can provide me with some empirical evidence on. Yeah, I think that there is some evidence contrary to the fact, mostly stemming from. Uh, his ability to run or walk for long periods of time. But mm-hmm. I agree. I think that he's excellent in pretty much every sport that they've put in front of him. Yeah. And he's got great hand-eye coordination as a drummer that plays live shows. There you go. I'll go yes. Okay. BJ. Uh, well, it doesn't matter what I think. Well, <laughs> two out of three. Um, I, am, I, I am perfectly okay with with saying, you know what? No. I'm good. <laughs> 
<laughs> I want your honest opinion. I don't want you to just like roll over because ever two the of us contrarian. Did. So I think overall athlete, like he is the best golfer. Yeah, but I don't think there is any other sport like because no no other you can't just judge like yeah he's probably the best at throwing a spiral maybe he can throw it the farthest yeah okay but I still think Jim and I still think other people would be better in a football game you know as a quarterback sure yeah yeah I, I don't know so I'm gonna I'm just gonna say I'm gonna say no but it doesn't matter and I'm okay with it going in the ethos okay <laughs> <laughs> fair enough okay <laughs> um well geez that was fun that's three out of three on the yeses yes. now, although we didn't get a, a full across the board that does mean that all fan theories discussed today are going into the scotch and splenda wiki ethos whatever you want to call it yeah so I am so excited that Hunter has asked her dad <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, with the boy name chevy chevy <laughs> the girl name astard astard it's the name of a viking princess <laughs> are you sure it's astard <laughs> <laughs> oh no and uh well that's super fun uh that was a fun time too it was really fun getting to discuss all this stuff but the big uh, reason uh sorry the other big reason why we're doing this is to make sure that you guys can stay up to date and current with us as our, our as our new topics are coming around um, in the weeks ahead. So we're going to go ahead and give you a heads up on a couple of these things. Um, Nick, what's that first one that we're throwing out there? The warehouse. <laughs> we're heading down to the warehouse. But don't you call it that. <laughs> I've earned the right. Yeah. <laughs> We are, uh, we're heading down to the warehouse, so we're going to talk about early warehouse, late warehouse, uh, the staff, some of the shenanigans, some of our favorite warehouse-related moments. Yeah. We're going to try and encompass that whole section of the business into one juicy, juicy episode. You got, you got Roy, you've got Hide, you've got Pudge. I love Nate uh, so much in the late season. (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, Kevin was supposed to be in the warehouse, but Michael just yeah, had a feeling about him. Feeling so, yep. But it we'll was the wrong feeling. <laughs> <laughs> ended up getting fired for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so make cool. sure you guys are sending in your fan theories for next week's episode about the warehouse. Get it in as soon as you can, uh, whatever whatever means necessary, so we can play it or or read it up here on the air. Um, next one, I know BJ is super excited about this next one. What is it, BJ? We are going to do a very timely episode dedicated to Easter eggs. Yes. Because when is that one and dropping? That's going to drop the Monday after Easter. Um, I am Super excited for this. Uh, I've been doing a lot of recon on this one. I think yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, little stuff like British flag on Michael's desk and yes. all, all the little Easter eggs they dropped in all nine season. We're just going to just rapid fire talk about them. I think it's just going to be a great episode based on, you know, really giving it, giving props to the props crew and the set design and, you know, the producers and the, the jokes that are played out so well. Um, that yeah. aren't aren't about just the writing. You know what I mean? So yeah, absolutely. I think I'm super hyped on that one myself too. Yeah, that's going to be dropping the Monday after Easter. Uh, that's April 18th. And then last but not least, uh, as, we, as we move into the later part of April, we're going to do something. We're going to talk about, I think, timely for spring. 
uh, the the budding flowers and everything is the budding relationship of the early seasons of Jim and Pam. Wow, that was uh, a reach. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got there, right? We, we got, got there. there. Early Jim and Pam. Okay, early so, Jim and Pam. So what are we encompassing with early Jim and Pam? Seasons uh, one, two, three. One, two, and three. Okay. I think before that yeah, they really official. get together, we see you know another relationship with, with Jim. We see Pam's initial relationship with Roy and yep. kind of what their you know tension is uh, of their relationship in the office at this point, being friends and, and getting to getting to break down really how it became and leading all up to that episode uh that season finale of jim asking pam to dinner yep so yeah i think that's gonna be a really fun time and and i think that's one that people have really been waiting for too we've been hearing a lot about like hey what about the relationships uh you know the main ones yep um, that'll be really fun and we're covering a couple of big uh big stars in the show so yeah absolutely super fun That'll be good stuff. Well, either way, guys, we really appreciate you being here with us. And uh, we can't wait to hear more from you uh, when you're leaving your review. Five stars on Spotify. But you got to get over to Apple. And uh, Apple Podcasts, you can write a review and also leave us your fan theory. Yes. Yes. And if you can't do it there, reach out anywhere on social media to us. It's just Scotch Splenda, at Scotch Splenda, on just about any social media platform. And if you can't do it there, then you've got one last option, and that is Scotch and Splenda Podcast at gmail.com uh, to reach out and leave us a voicemail, write us an email, write us a fan theory, whatever you've got to do whenever you can. Send okay? us a voice recording. We'll put you on the podcast. Yeah. We would, we would love to hear Bet. your voice here on the show with us. Uh, Anywhere on social media you can find me. I'm AJ Vens, A-J-A-Y-V-E-N-S. That's AJ Vens, anywhere on social media. What about you, Beach? You can also find me on Instagram and TikTok with I am the Beach. That's Beach B-E-E-J. Follow me on both of those platforms. Uh, you can find me, Nick Morella, at just about anything at Nick Morella. That's N-I-C-K-M-E-R-U-L-L-A. Find me at uh, Twitch. That's where you'll probably see the most action from me. Otherwise, you can see me on uh, Twitter. If you like beer and whiskey stuff, find me on Instagram at Morella Nick. Because uh, and I've done some I've done some research on this. I, I falsely accused him of being from New Jersey. That bastard Nick Morella is from Philadelphia. <laughs> what a who <laughs> follows me? Followed me out of spite on Instagram. But you can uh, you can follow me there on uh, Morella Nick. All right, guys. Thanks again so much for listening to Scotch and Splenda. Next time we will catch you on the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>